what's going on? Your refrigerator. It is the gateway to hell. It is evil and the devil himself controls it. I didn't want to tell you before, Ali, but the people that lived in your apartment before you, they disappeared. They left their car, their stereo, cash, visa card, everything. No one ever saw them again. Just gone. Are you telling me that our refrigerator is possessed? Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Brittany, Eric, Hi. and professional funny lady, Liz Cupertino. Hello. 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 Liz, your first time guest. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All Thanks right. for coming. Tom, yeah. you might want to mention that my name is Liz Moniz. All right. Let's start over. And not oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, you're married now. Because right. I just got married. All right. I'll okay, do it so all over again. 20 seconds into the episode. She's been bought and sold, folks. All right. So we're Liz Moniz now. And <laughs> uh, and today we watched uh, The Refrigerator from 1991. Yes. Now, uh, Liz, you were the one who, who told us about this movie. You mentioned this movie to us when we first started doing this a long time ago that you wanted to watch this movie with us. Yes, that's correct. Yes. So I've been trying to get you on for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that was a long time ago. So we watched it today. Why did we do that? Um, I watched this movie for the first time when I was about nine years old on sci-fi with my dad. <laughs> and it just always stuck out. We watched it in the middle of the night at like 5 a.m. And I don't, I don't remember why we were awake or why we were watching this. Especially now looking back now that I've viewed the movie again. Yeah, very interesting movie to watch with yes. your father. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right, so that's a pretty good why. But before we get into the actual details of the movie, Liz, we're going to ask you the question that we ask everyone who comes on the show for the first time. What's your relationship with B-movies? Um, <laughs> if it exists at all. I, I've i really only watched B-movies with you guys because like, we're all like really good friends in real life. Yeah. We only <laughs> usually ask our friends to come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyone, yes. else, anyone else would be terrified. Right. I've always watched B-movies with you guys and it's always been a really fun time. So once I heard that you were doing a podcast on them, I really wanted to come on and do an episode with you. Great. Yeah, yes. It only took two years. Yeah. Was, <laughs> right, 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 right. We're approaching two years of this. So yeah. Know, that's bizarre. It's crazy. It took us a long time to get you on, but uh, I'm definitely glad we did. Well, I am married with two children and things like that. So. I heard of that show before. <laughs> yes. 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 Very good married show. Married with yeah. two children, the sequel to Married with uh, yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> starring Lisbon is his Al Bundy. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's true. All right. So let's um, let's go into what the refrigerator is about. Liz, Oof. take it away. Um, the refrigerator is about a 1960s era vintage refrigerator slash killing machine slash demon. Okay. Which is um, capable of possessing people into fucking in front of it. <laughs> That's what it's about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, that's, that's correct. I guess that's not wrong. That's, can, I'm just going to add really quick. That's add exactly some. what I have written down in my notes. 
no. that I wrote during the movie. That's amazing. No, that's it. Definitely happened. Right. So that means that, that that's what it's about. Okay, so that was like the highest level overview possible. Does anyone want to add a little more color, or are we satisfied? Eric, uh, Steve, and Eileen are our recent newlyweds who are uh, moving away from somewhere in Ohio to uh, the main streets of New York City, where they find an apartment for two hundred dollars a month. <laughs> Which That's is, the most unbelievable part of this whole movie. Uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, when they move in, the, the refrigerator uh, makes them act all funny, as Liz has mentioned. Jesus Christ, what is with these sirens? What is no, going I'm on? Telling you. We're going to have to just talk through it, and I'm just going to apologize for all the sirens. <laughs> Everyone in Attleboro died today! <laughs> it's been happening since like 8 in the morning! <laughs> that sounds really good, actually. <laughs> oh my God. It's just obnoxious. All motherfucking day. Okay. Uh, continue. Right. So, um, the, you know, uh, Steve and Eileen start acting really funny now that they moved into the apartment. And uh, there's like this weird seer woman that's kind of warning them that they shouldn't be moving to the apartment. In fact, she literally says, don't move in. It's a warning. <laughs> uh, which is the level that we're working with here. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, don't move in. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> it's a warning. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know where the characters explain their motivations directly <laughs> to the viewer uh, and uh, along the way uh, they, they start having like these weird dreams slash hallucinations uh, Steve is acting like really strange and getting tied up in his work um, and uh, eventually Juan their plumber slash superintendent uh, comes to Eileen's rescue yeah okay Juan is very dashing Yes. We all liked Juan a lot. Yes. Great. Um, Can I add two details? Please do. <laughs> um, I would like to just add that there is an inexplicable South American influence to the movie, as well as <laughs> um, gourmet cheese themes that are never <laughs> like explained. Yes, right. Never established upon or anything Liz, of that nature. It's a very expensive cheese. Right. Wait. Juan was from Bolivia. Yes. Yes. So maybe that explains the South American theme. Okay. Okay. I explicably because so, he's a background character until like. Fucking it was a Hispanic the end. neighborhood. It's, it's, yeah, it was um, a Hispanic neighborhood they moved into. So that one does. At least, I, I get the flair. And the only setup for the cheese we get is Steve's former boss telling him goodbye at his old job and being like, you know, it's really rare that a man has your passion for gourmet cheese. And they, yeah, <laughs> they were standing in a kitchen too, right? <laughs> Okay. Well, and what I don't understand is what Steve moved to New York and what he started to do. I don't know his new job besides oh, no, to right. um, eat doo-doo. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It is his job to eat doo-doo. It's his job to eat doo-doo, I guess. You have to eat doo-doo from everyone here. It's your job. And that was spoken by my favorite credit in history, the doo-doo man. <laughs> that character was actually credited uh, as the doo-doo man. I'm going to preface this by saying that I barely wrote down any successes or failures for the entire movie because I was just in awe of it while watching. Yeah, I, I, I will also admit that uh, while I did write down successes, I didn't write down any failures. Which is weird. Same. Okay, I, I have a combination <laughs> failure success. Right, let's start there and then we'll figure it out. So my failure it takes far too long to get to any kind of real killer fridge action mm. agreed however when the killer fridge action happens it's fantastic yes yes we we yes. talk about these every so often with the payoff was it worth the build up 
In this case, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yes. We get to see uh, a maintenance man eaten by a fridge and have a ridiculous amount of blood spray everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a fridge... Well, no, we get a garbage can attack. Yes. Which yes. is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. A man gets his leg cut off by oh, a garbage can. Oh, that was my favorite part. Uh, we're going into favorite parts too early. I don't it so, at all. You know what? Let's edit that out. Forget you heard anything about a garbage can. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, you know, the fridge doesn't get to do all that much now that I think about it. No. That was how I felt like for uh, a movie called The Refrigerator a surprisingly small amount of it was dedicated to the refrigerator right I, I agree I right. was I was expecting more like ominous shots of the fridge they came later mm-hmm. but I was expecting them to be a little bit more peppered throughout I mean the movie started with a nice cold you open pe- get it because it's a fridge it's a cold <laughs> open <laughs> and then you don't keep pepper in the fridge <laughs> that's a good point too <laughs> We can make these all all day long. Here. You also don't keep waffle mix in the fridge. Well, no. that's that's also something we should take into consideration and, and right. put that in the failure section. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the place. Guys. We are. I we know. Are. But Every the, once in a while, we get a movie like this, which is just really hard. Can to I turn. add? Can I throw something in though? I felt like <laughs> throw something, so in, throw something else uh, into the mix. Let me just throw this into the fridge. To, to the waffle mix. <laughs> Let's do it. I felt like everything that was happening in the movie was happening around the refrigerator. Like mm. it was like having an influence on all of the characters throughout the movie I and their actions. Definitely. I agree. I Such as when the wife and husband moved into the apartment, mm-hmm. the wife immediately became attracted to Juan. <laughs> you, well, you, we well, all became attracted uh, to Juan. Right. Well, um, and, and, well that didn't happen right away at first she was very frustrated with Juan which I think grew into the attraction I forgot all about that part <laughs> it's probably because he just kept coming into her apartment without knocking well, right he looking like creepy. Rambo that's true he like looked- you're the super I get it but still but have a respect for privacy it's true yeah but I mean think of the charming line such as don't kill me <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't be turned on I'm by su- Juan I'm the super and the plumber don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only plus that I wrote down for this movie was Juan. Really? Look. That's what you thought definitely was... Definitely the best character. Wow, it's true. She did. A lot of yeah. favorite parts I see on that list. Uh, there's two, but these are all just no general plot notes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but okay, so, I mean, we are on successes. We did devo- uh, devolve a little bit here. I will throw out that I thought that overall the movie was pretty clever. Pretty funny. On purpose. Yes. Very successful at being a comedy first and a horror second. Yes. Like they they made the decision that they wanted to be funny first and then it's like kind of like gory silly second. We we have the budget to be comedy. Yes. We don't have the budget to be full on horror. Exactly. But now the the elements of horror that they did bring in, I appreciated much more because I knew I was watching something that was supposed to be funny. Mm. And I feel like this this movie is kind of like halfway between movies like Girlfriend from Hell and Flesh Eating Mothers and Meet the Applegates. It's like right in the middle of that. Yeah, it yep. did have Applegate vibes. Yeah, I, and it was it was really good like that. It was silly and I thought it was pretty clever. Yeah, it's it's got like that that really early 90s comedy sensibility where they're coming off the 80s where everything was like really spelled out and obvious like mm. in, in these kind of movies and before things maybe got a little more abstract and surreal later on. Like, it's just in that weird area where they're trying to figure out how to do that sort of movie. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I also thought that, uh, in, in particular, I thought the, the intro, uh, not like the cold open, but like the actual credit intro to separate the actual plot in the beginning, 
uh, was also pretty clever because it was a credit sequence, but then they were also kind of showing you images of old refrigerator advertisements <laughs> from like the 60s. Yeah, yes. like Norman Rockwell-esque yes. yeah. photos. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I think it framed me in a, in a pretty good way to in the expectation for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I was a little thrown by it at first because I couldn't tell quite where it was going to land. Mm-hmm. But then it definitely did land more on the comedy side. Yeah. Um, yes. Which I think was a good choice because they did not have a huge budget. <laughs> yes, budget as we read, $500,000. But I totally get it. I think they actually ended up doing a lot with that that money. Um, anyone else for anything positive? Anyone else? Anyone else? <laughs> Basically, all of my notes were just things that... L- happened in the movie that i really liked that's what i put for successes and it's just a gigantic list of either things people said or things that happened in the movie or things that i thought to myself while watching the movie <laughs> that, those all sound like favorite parts yes and yes I, I so i'll just hold off for I, now then I can't wait to get there well, we could just blanket this by saying that like the writing was inexplicably entertaining <laughs> it was not particularly good no. But it was funny. 100%. I don't know if it was intentional. Yes. Right. I think some of it, most of it was probably intentional. Yes. Some of it probably wasn't, but it was hilarious anyway. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to tell because like the quality of the acting yeah. is such that you don't know if the writing is poor or the acting is poor. True. <laughs> like it's, if it's just the, the fault of the acting. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, um, I mean, I guess we can talk about failures. Does anyone have anything that didn't like there was some weird fucking editing in this movie <laughs> yes <laughs> okay like, yeah. there was a couple of times where we see crossfading between two portions of the same shot and that is really weird looking like yeah. she'll be talk she was talking on the phone and then it crossfades to her still talking on the phone and having the same conversation yeah and it's not like later in the conversation <laughs> she's still having the same conversation overall it's really bizarre <laughs> yeah i don't i think that they they misused that a couple times because there was a, a, a part where uh you know, she says something like, you know what I want to do? And then it like, <laughs> it crossfades into like a whole party scene. And I was yes. like, well, wait, what did you want to do? Did, did you want to have a luau? Do you want to have the luau? And then where'd you meet all these people? <laughs> right, because they just moved to New York. Yeah. And they just inexplicably had like a gigantic party on their roof. Yeah, yeah. they didn't do a very good job of establishing any sort of timeline. Right. No, it was very poor at that. Yes. Um, and it clipped along at like a weird pace. Um but still somehow felt like kind of drawn out. Mm-hmm. This movie felt like hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's felt where like, the refrigerator leads to the yeah. portal. It just leads to a universe where you watch the refrigerator over, over and over. And over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, I mean, this is just strange. So I guess we can talk about favorite parts or wait. No, I have failure. Yeah, oh. I have failures. Too. Oh, we do have off. We have failures. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I we we got this off. movie. We, wasn't well, we got off on another subject of failure. And okay. Then, all right, well, let's keep going. Um, I thought that there was barely any blood in this movie. Mm. We got that one scene where... Oh, I don't even remember his name. Paolo? Paolo? Mm-hmm. Paolo, yeah. yeah. Paolo dies, and that was like a lot of blood, but that was really it. Any other time anything happened, it was just like a flash of light, and then it was over, yeah. which I did not appreciate. I thought it was going to be a little bit more ridiculous, but I also feel like there weren't a ton of swears in this movie. No. Which is strange because I feel like it had enough blood to be like rated R. Mm-hmm. But and then it's they, straight up fucking. But then it. they didn't take advantage of any of the other R-rated 
features you could put in you know what i mean yeah i don't know that didn't really make sense to me i agree but yeah i thought it needed more gore i feel like it would have taken the comedic factor way higher and it would have worked in its favor okay which sounds counterintuitive but it's not well i mean i feel like also coming from what liz was saying earlier she watched this when she was young i feel like this movie can dupe a child into thinking it's safe to watch yes like as a child i would watch the beginning parts of the movie and maybe not understand it but not feel like intimidated by this movie Mm -hmm. and then it would fuck me up because of it by the end i think if i had seen this as a child i it would have made me feel weird (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like, so what did you feel like when you were nine? See, I felt the exact opposite. <laughs> I feel like when I was a child watching it, I felt like there was nothing wrong with it other than that it was like extremely over the top. But then as an adult, I felt very uncomfortable watching it, <laughs> knowing that I had watched it as a young girl with my father in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So now, did, how much of this movie did you actually remember? And had you seen it at all in between now no, and then? No, 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 no. I only watched it that one time. And then this time. And I, all I remembered was that it was about a killer refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> That's just always what stuck out. Uh, so there's... It makes sense. Because sometimes when you watch a movie when you're a kid, there's always like a specific moment or a scene in a movie that'll stick with you through all the years. Just Did you have bar- one of those? burrows into your brain and yeah. scars you for life. Yeah, we've had this conversation about Meet the Applegates, actually, coincidentally. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it would probably be the scene um, with the ghosts of the fridge victims uh-huh. walking into the illuminated hole where the fridge once stood (laughs) yeah the portal to fridge land yeah that always seemed very strange to me (laughs) yeah yes yes yes. yeah i can see how like that would be nightmarish as a kid i feel like i would have grown up to be like was that a fever dream i had or (laughs) was that something that i actually saw right um all right so liz you said you had some failures too would you like to add um yes i constantly felt that the movie was on the verge of an uncomfortable sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> and then it only happened like twice. So. I right. do too, but honestly, I felt like there was sexual undertones where there shouldn't have been. Yes. Like when she was hugging her mom, every time they like pulled back, yes. they were like still embracing. I was like, are they about to make out right now? <laughs> exactly. I thought the exact, they looked like they were in a passionate mother-daughter incestual uh, I hated how she kept calling her mommy. I was like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. I didn't feel that at all. I did. That's really? weird. Yeah, I did not vibe on that uh, yeah i was just like no, i don't it. think i would hold my mom like that that's no, weird i would never hold my mom like that let's face it tom's always looking for lesbian overtones <laughs> because they, <laughs> oh like, yeah baby. they like <laughs> hug and they embrace and then they don't pull away they just like pull their heads away and they're still like touching and like yeah. touching their boobs together yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> really weird maybe we're just really, fucking did you sickos just, <laughs> i, I didn't pick are. up on this at all oh, no. i totally did we need to rewatch it Brittany and I are lesbians. I think we've just established <laughs> that I'm about to jump over this desk. And, and touch tits with Brittany over here? And uh, touch tits with Brittany. Electrocomplex? Yes. Or, wait, is uh, it Oedipal if you're a woman? Napoleon Whoa. Complex. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> right? That's the one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Napoleon Complex. That, that, that's that movie with John Hader, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Eric, what about you for failures? Um, I think I've honestly covered most of my failures. I mean, the the acting is poor, the editing is poor. Yeah, we'll see. Th- it's kind of. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, a, I think that's <laughs> right. Yeah, this yeah. is a great time for some questions. Yes. You just look so puzzled. It reminded me that I had so many questions. What? <laughs> you look so movies. <laughs> it reminded me how confused I am. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I wa- I watched a talkie today. Let's talk about. It. <laughs> like, 
what was the fridge's <laughs> ultimate goal? Why was it trying what? to get them to fuck so Here we bad? go. Here we go. I have <laughs> I've thought about this. Okay, you got a theory. I think that the fridge maybe needed to accumulate blood, accumulate death in order for it to make its hole that much shinier. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about here? God, Wait, hold hole. on, Tom. We all want a shiny hole. Tom, all lost. On. Yes, Eric. What? <laughs> no, I think the more people it killed and the more blood that it got, the, the, more, powerful the more powerful it, would be. it became and uh, the more people it could suck into it. And the more it could... Because by the end of the movie, and you know, without giving away any potentially favorite parts, it, it the possession of this fridge and the spirit of this infected the other appliances in this kitchen. So yeah. it grew. Like The more people it killed, the stronger it became, the more... Of a intrusive, it became people's lives. But that doesn't really explain why it would want her to get pregnant. I mean, that's a real long con. Does it want her to get pregnant? <laughs> I think so. Why? I think that's why the woman was warning her. Yes, about not like She's getting pregnant. Basically, she was like, "Don't reproduce." She said, "Don't breed in shame." Yeah. I sure this is not woman to woman talk. <laughs> I don't think so. Because then Steve wakes her up in the middle of the night and like brings her into the kitchen and opens the fridge, puts a fan in the fridge, is like poor man's AC, <laughs> and then like puts, <laughs> and then puts a blanket in front of the fridge so they can fuck. And then he says, "Hold on, because this is one of my favorite parts." Here we go. <laughs> What you that always say before sex. That wasn't Tom cueing you up for what he was going to say. That was actually <laughs> just what he said. Right. Um, yeah, that was so baffling. And then it echoed back to like what that lady said, kind of. Yes. Do not breed in shame. Previously just said, yeah, don't breed in shame. Yeah. And Something then, the, like and then the, the fridge started bleeding and the blood started trickling down to almost infect uh, Eileen with a little mini fridge in her belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did he want to conceive a mini fridge? Um, I, I mean, I guess... I mean, I guess that makes sense. I didn't... I don't, I don't know. I don't Can know. I throw something in right away? What do you got? This movie reminded me of a short story by Stephen King that I really mm. like a lot. Which is... I don't recall the name of it or what book it's in, unfortunately. The but Refrigerator by Stephen King. <laughs> no. It's a story about like an old timey laundromat that a bunch of women work in. And there's like a machine that like rings the clothes out. I think it might be called like the ringer or something. Whoa. But, yeah. It's a machine that rings the clothes, the wet clothes out that like a bunch of the women work on and periodically different women like get injured on it and their blood goes into it mm. inexplicably. Did they make a movie about this too? They might've. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was called the dead zone. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the blood goes into it? Yes, the blood goes into the machine and it's always the blood of virgins. Mm. And there's like a detective that like investigates and you just never really Yeah, and like Does eventually the machine ever do anything. Eventually it like eats a lady. Like a lady gets like brought through it and like it it like eats her. Like she gets all broken up and dead. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. I think I saw that once. I'm pretty yeah, sure it is. It doesn't sound familiar to me. I think it but did. much like this movie, it didn't have any explanation. But it was still very <laughs> enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, I started downloading a lot of my own theories into this movie. Mm. And just like, yo, this is trying to eat things to get more powerful so I can suck more people into hell, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm like making people kill people. At first, I didn't know if Steve was just a dickhead or if the fridge was making him behave that way. I think mm. he was just a dickhead. I, I kind of thought so, too. I yeah. don't think... He was not... He was like so awesome... Even yeah. the first few days into this place, I definitely think it was the fridge. I didn't find him yeah. awesome. He was all right. He was all right. I mean, I I, I kind of wonder. Like, it, it seems like this is a movie that had like a, a 
like a message on its mind. And I'm not 100% sure what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the message um, was stab your husband and date one. <laughs> yes. Run I mean, off to be a flamenco dancer. <laughs> so perfect. So, I mean, I'm going to throw this out here and maybe this is what oh, the director was going for. <laughs> but it seemed like there was some sort of like anti-white collar stuff going on here. You know, like the, the something in regards to like, okay, so Steve starts off as like, a, uh, he works at a restaurant, it seems like. So he's kind of working like a, a really, like a blue collar job to for lack of a better word. Then he yeah, turns yeah, into a corporate stooge. He turns into a corporate stooge and all of his consumerist goods are coming to attack him and his family. Oh, shit. And Juan, the blue car hero, is here to save everybody. Wow. I Very think interesting. That is what the director is going for, but the rest of the movie is incomprehensible to me, so I don't know how to piece it all together. I think he just hated appliances. Maybe he does. He Maybe he just had a shitty refrigerator <laughs> that he hated. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's very possible. I'm so glad she ended up with Juan. Yeah, I think we all are. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, we're definitely. just like, please. Although, I think you guys, I mean, I, I can't speak for Eric. I'm definitely getting from you guys you hated Steve. Didn't like him. I, yeah, I, I have to say. I can empathize with Steve. You know, he's at work all day. He's he's putting in those hard cheese hours. <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming home to, to his wife with a couple of, you know flowy spanish man and he's getting a little upset and then all of a sudden she's getting she's getting crazier by the day and he's coming home to a crazy wife true and like i get it she should be crazy that fridge is nuts but then you know she's demanding she's like get this fridge out of here and he's like whoa baby i i took time off of work i'm trying to give you these volumes so you can shut up <laughs> jesus I, I just you know i don't think he's that not painting bad. him in the best life. <laughs> i don't think he's that bad i get where he's coming from he's i feel got, like he was escalating before she was though i think yeah no i, I buy that but i mean Listen, i feel like he was under a lot of pressure you would escalate quickly if you worked at the doo-doo eating office it's <laughs> true <laughs> i know he wasn't getting anywhere i don't know why he'd leave that delicious cheese restaurant for a doo-doo brown job i know well, <laughs> <laughs> and ohio well I, no i get why i left ohio but to new york uh okay I also right, didn't go. get what they were implying about Eileen's mom. She was trying to commit suicide when she was a kid, and then she stopped her. her. The, yeah. the daughter stopped her. Okay, I didn't get if she was like legit trying to commit suicide, or if she was just being like weirdly manipulative. I didn't understand what they were um, trying to do with that. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they went deep enough for me to think that she was trying to manipulate her daughter to do stuff. I think that uh, it was very face value it was she tried to kill herself when she was the daughter was young and, and she just happens to be overbearing and manipulative yes that's think, the worst death i can think of what stabbing, stabbing yourself, yourself in the chest, in the chest. Oh, why would you do that on the kitchen floor Ugh, idiot Maybe just saying you're gonna stain the linoleum <laughs> linoleum is not easy to clean despite what you may think <laughs> i feel like the role of steve's boss must have been like the weirdest part to read for yeah they're like all right you're gonna be a dickhead and then you're just going to appear in a fridge in all the later scenes. Like 70% of you is going to be a tiny man in a refrigerator. <laughs> wearing a, in a dream, <laughs> luxurious robe. Yes. <laughs> um, do we have any more questions about the refrigerator or anything like that before we, we want to transition to favorite parts of this movie? Other scenes we can talk about? Um, so at the beginning of the movie, yeah, when they're like walking through this apartment complex... We really only see what can only be described as a shirtless man pouring diarrhea into a toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was he doing? 
He was emptying did out he, a shit bucket. Did he work at the doo-doo factory and he was just taking his work home? Is that what happened? <laughs> it was like a bucket of paint water. Yeah. Okay. But it was probably doo-doo. <laughs> Definitely doo-doo. I, I had that very same note written at the top of my page. Just says man pouring liquid shit down toilet <laughs> out of red bucket. As one of the first things you see upon entering Eileen and Steve's new apartment. Mm-hmm. An impression, impressionistic painting. <laughs> That, that stuck out. So maybe what yeah. it is is, is like if you're constipated and you really got to take a shit, like that's what you do by proxy and it makes you feel better. Oh. So you just take liquid <laughs> shit and you pour it into a toilet. <laughs> it's like a shit placebo. <laughs> this is among one of the dumbest conversations we've ever had. It's like when you hear running water and it makes you have to pee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about some favorite parts then. Um, what do we have? What do we got? Sounds well, like we have a lot. The first thing I wrote down was flamenco dancing super. Yes. Who then turned into Juan that we know and love today. So we can just skip over <laughs> that. Um, but the trash can part was like the only other favorite part I had. <laughs> At the end. Yeah. So when the fridge begins to pulsate in power, which I don't understand why the trash can was included in this. It's not an electronic by any means. I don't think it had to be electronic. I didn't I didn't no, get no. that. I just thought it started taking over. It's real flimsy. That's a good point. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the fridge's power like pulsates out and like the fans in the house start going nuts and like flying everywhere and their like food processor goes insane. Um, (laughs) and the trash can, which has like one of those step lids slides towards Juan's inexplicable friend. <laughs> that was interesting. Can we talk yes. about that for one yes. second? Yes. Yes. That guy? Liz, good call on that one. Who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was just he just appeared in the eleventh hour of the movie. No name. <laughs> no name. Clearly a friend of Juan, I thought. That was really the only thing I got about him because at one point I believe when the trash can came to life. He exclaimed, hey, Juan, look at this thing. Yeah. And he <laughs> was like, yes. Like the trash can slid towards him, hit him in the leg and opened. And he was like, oh, my God. And then for some fucking reason, sticks his leg inside the <laughs> trash can because that would be an appropriate response to what is happening at the moment. When I right. see an open trash can, I just want to stick my leg in it. Yeah. <laughs> so the trash can bites his leg off at the knee and then he pulls out a bloody stump and is just like screaming and hopping around. Ooh, I enjoyed that a lot. It was the best part of the whole I movie. think that guy's only purpose, as you said, Tom, was because they had a really good idea for a death scene and not enough people so they just <laughs> threw in a random guy who was clearly just a friend of Juan mm-hmm. who was just with him in the apartment that day yeah well and you know <laughs> we what? need one person to get their leg eaten by a trash can well <laughs> and then to, to to continue on that how he truly died because that's not how he died we also see two of their fans come <laughs> yes. to life they start flying around the room to helicopter noises and yes. then at, when that man hits the ground they start slicing into his face Yep. Great, great effects. And, I like that. And that was how he died. And yeah, that, that was fantastic. And, and I also want to add that how awful I feel for Juan I losing wish, all of his friends. I wish anyone could see how indignant Tom looks right now. <laughs> well, I feel bad for Juan. I mean, he lost Paolo. He lost this guy. Lost all the goo. Juan is really the only likable <laughs> character. It's well, you in know, any movie. That you but, feel anything for. But you know what? In the end, it all worked out because him and Eileen became flamenco dancers together and got to live out their dream fridgeless. Called right. it. I really didn't like Eileen, though. You no, did? she sucked. Well, Everyone in this good. movie but Juan sucked. No. Yeah, no, she wasn't good. Eric, what about you for favorite parts? Uh, speaking of Eileen, uh, <laughs> Eileen's supposed to be an actress. Yes. And uh, we, we, we are given very early in the movie... Uh, a 30 second like 
acceptance speech of her, imagining oh. she's winning like an Academy Award or something. Yes. Yeah, it was a Tony, first yeah, of a all. A Tony, okay, what? yeah, sorry. It's 1991. Tony's it's almost a- as if I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> because she was she was holding a, a Bud Heavy can <laughs> as if it was a fucking Oscar. Yes. <laughs> and that's how you know this movie is from 1991 because that was the last time anyone drank Bud Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but they did have a couple of rolling rocks in the fridge, which I appreciated as well. I actually, that's another note that I had towards the top of my paper was my description of the couple's worst husband ever married to delusional aspiring actress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That pretty much it. wraps up their relationship. Right. Um. Yeah. Um, did you have any favorite parts? Uh, I did. Well, I mentioned the uh, the the fan part, the whole appliance end scene, everything coming to life there when that fridge became all powerful was pretty awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. That was a great payoff for a build up that was not like it was extra slow, but I was definitely waiting. Yeah, I was definitely waiting for the big part, and they gave me enough to enjoy along the ride. And then when it came to the end, yeah, because we pretty much only got to great. see the fridge in action for that one kill. Every other time, it was just like a quick flash, and well, it was gone. Well, they kind of like brawled a couple times where it was kind of moving around the the kitchen. It you know fought the mom, it fought uh, Paolo. You know, it was it was all right. Got some good refrigerator fistfights. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I love that Juan lassoed the refrigerator door with what appeared to be a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. Um, that was pretty great. Yeah. Creative use of a toilet snake. Yep. Also, Juan always had that like L-shaped pipe hanging Dude, from his belt. What was that? That just always looked like an erect dick. Like cock pipe. Yes. I wrote dick pipe so huge. At one point, I wow. thought Eileen was gonna put her mouth on it <laughs> when she was sitting on the couch and he was just standing in front of her. What are you the, talking about? The it was dick pipe bulging. was right in her face. She was right at dick pipe level. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was attached to. His but... belt. Well, he had a pretty... It was attached to his cock. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. It's like the popcorn trick inside the pipe is his dick. <laughs> Oldest plumber trick in the book. <laughs> the old dick in the pipe gag. <laughs> he was wearing a very large utility belt. He was. Yes. It was pretty awesome, actually. So baffling. I like that. Um... Can I add two things that I liked about it? Yeah. No! <laughs> of course, Liz. You're going to talk ask. about this movie. This is literally just two, like a detail that I just really liked. Oh, great. One of the very first things that Steve ever said to Eileen in the movie was, you old kiss- kissing fish, you. And then his last words were, swim away, my little kissing fish. And I just really thought that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he was pretty fucking And dope. then he started yes. doing like fish face when he was dying a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Is that supposed to be a kiss or like, a fish? are you just the worst fucking human alive? Exactly. <laughs> Leave Steve alone. <laughs> I will Even not. in death, you're horrible. Right? Oh, I didn't get why he was calling her a kissing fish because that was their that was their thing he kept calling her babe too and every time he said babe i did cringe babe. <laughs> one babe. time anyone says babe i cringe right. to be fair that's, that's yeah. that is true babe it just reminds me of that episode of the office i know where they're pass- <laughs> aggressively <laughs> calling each other babe all night uh and liz what was your uh, second thing um let me see. I think, no, you know, Tom, I think that was really just one thing that I okay. wanted to add <laughs> and not two things. Oh, well, I did feel throughout the whole movie that it was directed by high school students. Like, that's a feel that I got for it. They had, like, it had, um, it just felt like it was 
directed by somebody who had no idea what real life was actually like <laughs> based yeah. on the different things that were happening in it such as the scene when eileen and steve go into that liquor store to buy uh booze and Juan and his friends are just standing in a group together drinking beer in the middle of the store and just looking like menacing but also sexy (laughs) that's what you're getting well I mean we've had this discussion before menacing is a friendly neighbor of sexy yes (laughs) that's a good point Yes, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, now that you talk about the director, he, he has gone on to direct uh, a few episodes of The Adventures of Pete and Pete. What? Wow. That it's, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I saw that and I went, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he doesn't have a ton of stuff going on. And actually also talking about um, director, the producer of this movie, it was named Christopher Oldcorn. Yes. yes. Was actually the person, we, we watched this on YouTube in nine parts. Yep. Uh, sure and did. The, the person who uploaded this claims to be the producer of the movie, Chris Rollcorn, so I don't feel that bad about watching it on YouTube. Although, it's in nine parts and 10 minute chunks. Dude, it's 2016. Why don't you do a re upload on that, baby? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's no longer in crisp 240p. Yeah, exactly. And I, I actually also really want to mention, too. It could have been worse. So yes. it, it wasn't that bad. It, it could have been worse, but also, so it was in nine parts, and very quickly, I just want to go through the, the numbers on those nine <laughs> parts in six years. Part one had 14,000, right? So you assume, oh, wow, 14,000 people watched this movie wrong. Uh, <laughs> part two part two we have over a 50% loss at 6,000 part three is at 4,000 part four is at 3,000 uh, part five is at uh, 3,000 as well part six though 18,000 there must be a really cool part that I don't remember uh, and, then, <laughs> and then we're down to 2,000 2,000 and then the very last part is at 12,000 so I can only assume that 2,000 people finished this movie yeah out of the potential 20 plus thousand uh, who could have watched it at any given time that's bizarre right and we're one of those 2,000 so be proud <laughs> We did, we did all proud. of them. All the nine parts. The proud, the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we looked everywhere else for this before we checked YouTube. We really tried. Um, but no, I don't feel bad at all. Um, <laughs> any any other uh, favorite parts before we want to rate? Any other, any other things we want to talk about? I really liked the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was well done. <laughs> yes. I want to throw that in there. The soundtrack was list. good. I don't remember anything about it. I, I remember it. pretending to play an organ at one point, but that's about it. <laughs> it was always appropriate. It was it was very much like Meet the Apple Gates, where it was that wacky comedy score sometimes, but then they also chose good music tracks to uh, accompany it as well. Yes. Yeah. We had like uh, a lot of the, the Hispanic influence. We had like some salsa music, mm. but then there was like weird, like non-copyright infringing ACDC tracks. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then like classic '60s kind of vibe going on at mm-hmm. some points. You know, yeah, it all worked. I think it all worked. It was definitely one of the more competent parts of the movie. Um, all right, so is it rating time? I think so. Yeah. All right. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, guys, let's rate The Refrigerator from 1991. And because this is your first time around, Liz, I'm just going to explain the fuck scale to you so that you can appropriately rate this movie and we yes, can count thank it. Yes, uh, <laughs> So if you hated this movie and it was absolutely awful, you never want to see it again, you give it a fuck you. If you think it was okay, whatever, I'm not going to remember it, but it wasn't awful, you give it a fuck off. If you loved it and you're going to recommend it to everyone you've ever met, you're going to give it a fuck yeah. Or you can give it a what the fuck if you don't know what the hell happened. Or basically just say the word fuck with an emotion and you're good to go. Okay. Um, so if, if you want to start, Liz, you can go ahead and, and start. Um, I give it a what the fuck slash fuck yeah. Okay. So some, some sort of what the fuck yeah. I think we've heard that before on, yeah, in the past. So, yeah. uh, so why do you give it that rating? 
Um, well, like I said, there was a lot of points in the movie where I was kind of confused about where the plot was going and like various uh, just um, details that didn't make any sense and weren't elaborated upon. So that's where I would say, what the fuck? But also, <laughs> fuck yeah, in that I thought the comedy was very well done. Mm. And um, it was just an enjoyable movie to watch and appreciate as being a bad movie. Yeah. It was definitely a good movie to watch in a group. For sure. Yeah. We, we laughed pretty hard. Yes. Yeah, we, we got a lot of entertainment as, as a crowd on this one. Uh, and I, I, I think I'm going to give this movie a fuck yes. So just one click below a fuck yeah. Uh, because I was also annoyed by a couple of the details uh, that didn't make sense to me. So, like, I was frustrated with the timeline between. Like some of those cross dissolves, but I was totally on board for a trash can that ate someone's leg. <laughs> like, and I feel like that's the movie's fault. Like, you could have made one of those make a little more sense because I believe the other part, you just could have maybe done that on the other side. Yeah. Uh, but man, what a great time! It was fun. I think if I see this, I might buy it. Uh, I don't know if it's available on DVD. It might be at VHSPS. Yes. Um, definitely seems out. like it's their territory, yeah. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool because we're going to be at Rock and Shock in a couple of weeks, so definitely going to hit him up and see what we can get. Hopefully he's there. He might be there. I don't know. I'll um, talk to him. I'm going to piggyback on your fuck yes. Okay. Um, because it was super fun to watch. For all its flaws, it was still really enjoyable experience. And uh, anyone who likes B-movies or just like bad movies i would definitely recommend this too because oh yeah it was ridiculous enough to watch at least one time yes and and i also i want to also say that i think i liked this more than sorry Brittany, a couple of your horror comedy picks God damn it. like <laughs> slime ball <laughs> bolorama oh definitely uh, girlfriend oh from God. hell flesh eating mothers this was way better than all of those yeah um but i'm not sure i mean this is so much in the meet the applegates territory uh it's like meet the applegates meets Deathbed, the bed that eats. Yeah, it's also very mm. deathbedy. Betty. Betty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I would recommend it for sure. Eric, what do you got? Um, I'm going to give it a what the fuck, and pretty much for all the reasons that were presented here, especially uh, Meet the Applegates uh, meets Deathbed. Uh, that's kind of the vibe I got from this. It's very weird movie because when I heard that it's about a refrigerator that eats people, I was expecting more of that and less of what we got i guess i don't know it's it's a very strange movie um i do think it would make a really good uh intro to bad movies movie okay like if we want to say hey if you want to see like a weird early 90s b movie comedy slash horror this is a pretty good one to go with i think it's pretty accessible it's got like really broad weird strokes mm -hmm. you know um the acting is bad but it's like recognizably bad and fun bad yeah you know so i mean that's that's kind of a, a an important distinction to make between you know just bad acting that's not fun to watch and bad acting that is really fun to watch <laughs> yeah yes. there's, there's no way you can deliver i am the waffle maker uh, as a oh, good actor so good. Like, that's <laughs> right i want that to be one of my favorite parts the guy wakes up in like a dead nightmare screams i'm the waffle maker goes into the kitchen that's the steve we're talking about and starts making waffles yeah uh, and he doesn't finish making the waffles he just eats raw waffle mix <laughs> <laughs> with an egg mixed fucking in some reason yeah uh, because the fridge has got a hold of his brain man. the fridge is fucking with him um, but yeah, actually, I was going to ask you guys, like, with the deathbed, the bed that eats, and the refrigerator, what do you think? I think this movie is way more comedic. I think this oh, yeah. movie was way more shooting for intentional laughs, where I think e deathbed yes. was, I think, trying to be just more absurd and 70s. Mm -hmm. like, I think what was deathbed that, was funnier. 
Whoa, do you? Yeah. I don't. I think it was all. because it didn't because it didn't know what it, it was doing. Yeah, it wasn't in on the It joke. wasn't trying to be funny. Well, and no. that's why it was hilarious. I think Deathbed at times was trying to be funny. I don't think it was. I think it was. It has to have like some it's, of the dude, things they skeleton pulled. Skeleton hints. <laughs> uh, well, maybe that wasn't intended to be as funny as we thought it was, but there were some other parts where it was definitely supposed to be funny. Where the guy where Uncle Tony is shooting the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't I th- know. I think I liked this more than Deathbed. I didn't. Really? Yeah. Liz, have you seen Deathbed? I have not. That's why I'm sitting here not saying anything. I'm like, <laughs> sad that I can't join in with the oh, conversation. Man, we that need you guys to watch it at some point. We can watch Deathbed. A lot of drinks some evening. I would like to watch it. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Deathbed's fun. So, any final thoughts? Anything you just want to really quickly say about the movie before we wrap ourselves up here? I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good as well. All right. Fantastic. I would, actually, I would just like to mention mm. how many one true love jokes we made at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Did make a lot of those really quickly. I'm proud of us. <laughs> we were hitting them out of the park. That'll be all. Yeah, that's all. Um, all right. So yeah, that's it. Liz, thanks for coming on for your first episode. Liz Moniz, thanks yeah. for having me, yes. guys. Yes, our professional comedian. So hopefully, you were funnier than all of us. <laughs> I, I yeah, maybe. I uh, hope so. I think so. <laughs> you sound really confident. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, I was here. Maybe I wasn't. Yeah. Nope. So are you doing professional comedy anywhere? Recent uh, coming up. Um, right now I don't have any dates coming up other than a fundraiser that I'm doing at the Comedy Connection on October 9th. Um, but honestly, I don't even know what the fundraiser is for or anything like that. <laughs> so I can't say like, if you want to support this cause, come out to this fundraiser or anything like that. Could be for Nazis. Right. Yeah, might be. But if you <laughs> want to see more of me, you could always come out to that fundraiser. And that's Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island. If you yeah. want to see me really try to be funny and not <laughs> just having like a discussion with my friends. Of course. Of course. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I think most of the people who listen are not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to drive all the way from California to go see 10 minutes of stand up. Or Australia. I'm talking to you, Bad Movie Sunday. <laughs> I'm come up here to say, Providence. Yeah, don't come all the way from California just to see me because I'm not that good. Oh, Liz, hush. <laughs> You're funny. Humble <laughs> to a fault. Look me up on YouTube under Liz Mona's comedy. Yeah, not Liz Cupertino like I fucked up in the beginning. Right, that was my maiden name. Sorry, Andrew. You claimed that one and I took it away. That's all right. <laughs> he claimed that one. Yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. If you'd like more information on Second Class Cinema, you can head on to Facebook, facebook.com slash Second Class Cinema. You can listen to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, secondclasscinema.com, and followingfilms.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Second Class Cinema and at Second Class Podcast. Email us at secondclasscinema at gmail.com if you have any movies you'd like us to watch oh we get our ads for prednisone god damn it i was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> i stopped because i thought you're gonna say something important no <laughs> no 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 and uh yeah that's it um one more time boom, 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 boom. <laughs>